Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Brian Davis and Denny Suplee here from Spark Rental. Hi. And Hello, today, everyone. we are talking... <laughs> there you are, Denny. Uh, so we are talking today all about... Funny, we talking all about marijuana and landlords and tenants and what landlords need to know about protecting themselves from any of the dangers associated with marijuana, you know, from grow ops to, you know, smoke damage to the property, to legal liability, all that good stuff. So last week we talked about credit during recessions and how and why to protect your own personal credit during downturns. So today it's all about pop. <laughs> which of course is legal in many states, either for medical or for recreational use. So Denny, let's start off by just talking about what states is smoking pot totally illegal? Like where is it not allowed at all? You know, when I was looking at this, I was surprised because I pretty much thought, at least for medical, that it was legal in all states, but there is still a few, Alabama, Idaho, Kansas, Mississippi, not that you're all going to remember this, but we have an article coming out about it, Nebraska, North Carolina, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Vermont, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. No, right. no pot there. Well, <laughs> yeah, so those, so those states are no fun, I guess, but uh, <laughs> not on... Uh, <laughs> None of my travel plans anytime soon. Um, but all right, let's, so let's switch gears here and talk about, so federally, it's still illegal, right? Yeah. Um, now, what about states where it is legal either for medical use or for recreational use? Can landlords ban marijuana use in those states? Well, um for the most part, you really have to check, like anything else, you have to check your states right now. Um, like New York, the New York Senate just passed a bill that can prevent tenants from being evicted just on based on pot use or the use of medical marijuana. Um, but it's kind of a, you're in a snafu a little bit as a, a landlord because because it's federally, the no. And um, a lot of the states for medical use are yes, and some recreationally. So a little easier recreationally because you can prohibit it. Um, and for the most part, you can at least restrict it from the inside of your um, property for medical. Kind of like cigarette smoking. Right. So the interesting part of all this is um, whether or not, like, there's not a, there's no precedence. There's no court cases yet regarding this. There was one on a commercial property. So this is one of those things that as we go forward, we'll know more and more because somebody inevitably will bring forth. A oh, yeah, there's yeah, there's, there's going to be cases sooner or later, of course. Oh, without a doubt. Somebody with a bong is going to be going to court <laughs> <laughs> and saying, I want to do this. So, so just to, to interject here, 
So one of the things that we do recommend for landlords is to prohibit smoking of any kind inside the property itself, because it does leave a terrible odor, especially if you have carpets in your unit. Uh, it does stain the walls and the paint. Um, you know, it can be hard to, you know, you may have to take a couple passes with, with primer to, you know, cover up those those stains and get rid right. of the smell. You have to replace the carpet. So it causes we do recommend a neighbor issue. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it, have... it reeks sometimes. Yeah. My, my old my old neighbor beneath our apartment used to smoke a lot of weed, <laughs> but I can't say that I particularly minded. Um, yeah, I when I was uh, managing the larger community, I you know I did get complaints a lot, and it was always you know an older person. Not that I'm saying that older people don't smoke it, but um, yeah, so it does, it can cause problems because it's like, you know, you can only keep sending a ladder out and, but anyway, you do the, you got to stay on top of it. Yeah. But as a, as a general recommendation, just across the board, we do recommend that you prohibit any kind of smoking, cigarettes, weed, crack, you know, whatever, uh, no smoking inside your unit. You know, if they want to smoke, they can go outside. Um, right. All right. So what, beyond that, beyond putting a clause in your lease, uh, Denny, what legal rights do landlords have when it comes to marijuana and their tenants? Well, here's where, again, it gets a little funny. I mean, in the states where it's illegal, the states that I mentioned, you take them to court. I mean, you, you give them the warnings and then you serve them the proper notice and you can take them to court for violating your lease provided that you have something in your lease that says no illegal drugs and no smoking. Um, and then you can go ahead and, and take care of it. The problem comes in um, in the gray area in the states that do allow medical or recreational. But because it's against federal law, you have a bit more foot to stand on. So I think that if somebody was using medical marijuana and you're simply telling them to smoke outside and then you find out they're not, they're smoking indoors or it's causing problems and they're not willing to work with you to alleviate the problems, I think you can take it to court and it's going to be one of those things that'll be up against the judge and you just got to hope that it's not that one dude that's going to take this all the way until we see a precedent. But, you know, right. I think that if you keep all your, like, all the complaints that you get, any damage that's done, like, keep all the paperwork and tr thing that you can, like pictures and whatever you can to show that you're not just doing this to be like, because you personally have a thing about it, you're trying to preserve property and, and the people that live around the property. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one other point that's worth making about weed is that, you know, so beyond the, the smoke damage to your unit and beyond the neighbor complaints, uh, there was a spike in apartment fires in Colorado when they legalized recreational smoking of, of pot. So, you know, there, there is a greater risk of, of fire in your property and right. people get super high and, you know, pass out a whole thing of the joint or whatever. Um, and insurance may not cover that. You know, exactly. It's and that's going to happen more and more because the more those kind of statistics come through, the more the insurance companies are going to say, this is a problem. You know, we don't, we don't want this. Oh yeah. I mean, look, insurance companies, they're always looking for 
a loophole to get out of having to pay a $50,000 repair bill, right? So, exactly. <laughs> so, and this, that's a pretty good, easy loophole for them to jump through and say, oh, well, this fire was started by negligence on the part of a, a high tenant. Right. Um, so, you know, you're, you're leaving yourself vulnerable to that, that loophole and in insurance coverage there potentially. So, exactly. All right. So what can and should landlords do to prevent, you know, damage or neighbor complaints or, you know, God forbid, you know, fires in their unit? You know, what, what should landlords do when it comes to their, their marijuana policies, pot policies? First thing is be have a policy and be consistent with it because especially if you're coming up against medical, because eventually we're going to see, um, you know, people saying you're against me because I'm disabled or, or whatever. So you want to make sure that you're doing the same across the board for everyone. So if you're saying no smoking, it's no smoking for everyone. If you're saying smoking can be done over here, it's for everyone. Um, And then have that policy in your lease and make sure that they, they all know it. And if they're, they break that policy, jump on that, get a a notice out or whatever you need. But, you know, if you're using texting emails, but make sure that you can keep that paper trail going and for your records. Yeah. You know, if you end up in court as a landlord, no matter what it's for, the onus is on you to prove that your tenants violated your lease. So you have to keep these, these records because the judge is going to ask for your evidence when you take a tenant to court for violating your lease. And you're going to need to keep, this is one of those things that a landlord's going to have to keep an eye on. Like in New York, if that goes through, that's going to change things for a New York landlord. So you want to really keep an eye on, on the marijuana laws. <laughs> Absolutely. And by the way, it's worth mentioning that we are about to release our state-specific lease packages through our software, our property management software. Uh, and there are landlord protective clauses in there about smoking and marijuana. So I've put a little link to that. It's not just smoking here. too. I just want to interject real quick. It's also no illegal drugs. That's an important clause because if you're in a state where it's illegal, it kind of covers you twice. So, Right. Um, and, but illegal, you get into a gray area there, like you said, where it's, it's illegal on the federal level, but not on the state level. So, you know, you get into all this weird legal gray area stuff. Uh, but right. like you but said, it's still the, good to have that clause in there. It's a, it's a protective measure. A hundred percent. Yeah. The, the more ways that you can CYA, the better. Right. So, exactly. All right. Denny, and this other... isn't disclosure. Oh, yeah. This isn't. We're not saying that we're against it for it or anything. We're just trying to teach everybody how to protect, you know, protect your property. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, every week we get up here and we, we talk about, you know, how do you protect your assets and your investments as a real estate investor? Right. So, you know, one other point just to, to wrap up the conversation about weed here is that the, the greatest risk for landlords is actually not necessarily your tenants smoking weed near the property or in the property even. It's actually grow ops. Um, grow ops is where the, the tenant will hook up lighting and irrigation inside your property to grow weed. And in some cases, it can do massive damage to your property. Um, both because of illegal wiring issues and illegal plumbing setup, uh, also humidity. because of the humidity, yep. you, know, you can get major mold problems in your property. So that you know, this is one more reason why you have to do regular inspections of your rental units. Um, 
you know, go at least every six months to walk through your property from top to bottom and make sure that your tenants aren't operating a an entire farm you know, <laughs> out of your unit. Serious? That's, I think there was a, uh, a case way back um, where somebody was renting like a townhouse. I think it was in Philly, actually. And the whole townhouse, that's what it was. It was just pot plants everywhere. There was nobody living there. That's all they used it for. But it was, it was, it was, it was completely damaged. So yeah, you got to be careful with that yeah, I mean, as well. The entire property can be destroyed from mold. I mean, they have to gut the entire thing if there's a bad mold outbreak. So anyway, on that uplifting note. <laughs> any, <laughs> Let's any go get high and forget about this. No, just kidding. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> uh, any last thoughts about marijuana and landlords? I just think that, yeah, just keep an eye on it. And we should see what's going to happen with this because I think we're going to see uh, more states adopting it as recreational and for medical than we, as we go forward. So it's going to be something we're going to have to attack as we see fit. <laughs> All right. Well, let us know what you guys want to hear about next week. We go live with these broadcasts every Tuesday at 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. We will also be releasing these as a podcast series as well uh, and, a, uh, and a video series. So we will not just be broadcasting live moving forward. We will actually have these in an archive. So have a great week, guys. Bye. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side.